Welcome, 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 welcome to another episode. Welcome to another episode of Gamecocks Talk with Captain Will. I am your boy, Captain Will. Make sure you like, make sure you share, make sure you subscribe to Gamecocks Talk with Captain Will so I can continue to bring you that gospel. I can continue to bring you that gospel of Gamecocks every single day. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Gamecock family. Gamecocks talk with Captain Will Lieutenants. You are now, you are now, you're not rocking with the best. It's such a rocking with the best. Come rock with your man, Captain Will. We got a good one today, y'all. I said we got a good one today, y'all. We are, we are recapping. We are recapping the 24-point victory over Missouri. We are recapping the 24-point victory over Missouri. We're going to recap that. We're going to talk about some stellar players and, 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 and several stellar players, but there's only one uh, that I'm going to lead the show with. Only one I'm going to lead the show with, but we're going to talk about that. But first, I, you know, I want to talk about this right here. I want to talk about this right here. So at the bottom of the screen, bottom of the screen in the ticker, it says subscribe wherever you get your podcast. That means that as of today, I am officially on Apple Podcasts. I am on Apple Podcasts. I'm on iHeartRadio. I'm on Spotify. I'm on Amazon. I'm on all them, all them, all them. So, so as we continue to grow this platform, as we continue to show love for the Gamecocks, I need, I need everybody who's watching me right now to download or uh, 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 however you get your podcast. How you get your podcast? Look up Gamecocks Talk with Captain Will so you can follow that platform too. Because sometimes you might be at work and you might be sneaking off. You might be sneaking off and you can't look at a YouTube channel. So you just pull up a podcast. You might be cooking. You might be doing your thing and you just pull up a podcast and just listen to me. And I'll walk you through the day. You might be hanging out. You might be, like, I'm, you know, I'm, you might be at the airport with something to put on my headphones. You might be on the toilet. You might be on the toilet, chilling, relaxing, doing what you do. And you want to listen to a podcast. Everybody do it. Everybody do it. I ain't the only one. I can't be the only one. I know I ain't the only one who be doing that. Y'all be doing it too. Come on now. Especially the ones middle-aged and older. I know y'all be doing it too. So follow me wherever you get your podcast. All right. So that part is done. That part is done. So, so, so. Let, 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 this is what we're going to start off with. This is what we're going to start off with. We're going to do, we're going to do a celebratory, celebration, celebratory uh, uh, shot. We're going to do a celebratory shot. And for the ones who knew, for the ones who, we always get new people to show up on Game Guys Top Cap Wheel, where it's all, I'm going to say thank you. I'm going to say welcome. Welcome to the family. But we always saw the celebration shot. Saw the celebration shot. And there ain't number one player. There ain't number one player we're going to do a celebration shot of today. Just one. Just one player. One player. And we talk about Breezy Hall. We talk about Breezy Hall. Breezy Hall. Showed everybody, everybody, who the hell she is. Breezy Hall put the world on notice that she's about that life. She let him know. She let him know. And, and in honor of one Breezy Hall, we doing a shot, and this is strawberry infused vodka. Strawberry infused vodka. Real nice, real nice. 
And so this is the breezy hall. Like, girl, you the truth. You are the truth. And you've been balling out the last eight, nine games. You got to give her flowers. We got to give her flowers. And she is showing up in a way that, that we wanted her to show up. She showed up in a way. She showed up in a way that we, we envisioned her showing up when the season started. But whoo, Breezy is Breezy making uh, some money now. Breezy making some money. So we're going to talk about Breezy Hall. It's a shot right here. Get your shot glass up. Shot o'clock. Oh, my goodness. That's good. So, so, Breezy Hall showed up in Columbia. Stop. No, no, no. Not Columbia, South Carolina. Oh, no. She showed up in that whole other Columbia. That's in Missouri. Showed up in Missouri where they always uh, uh, play us like we 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 out there on the street or something. I don't know what it is. There's always a, a a a tussle when we play old Missouri. It's always something going on. If I see another charge, if I see another charge by Missouri, I'm gonna spill my drink. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's always something in Missouri when we play. It's like oh no. I don't know. That's just, oh, my God. But Breezy Hall set a career high. Breezy Hall set a career high last night. 21 points. Breezy Hall, let them know. Y'all better put some respect on my name. Y'all better put some respect on my name. Breezy Hall was 8 for 10. Breezy Hall was 8 for 10. Breezy Hall was four for four from the three-point line. Let's say this right there. The girl was four for four from the three-point line. Breezy Hall is shooting 50% from three now. 50%. What? What? Are you kidding me? Breezy Hall and putting in work on defense. This is Breezy Hall. And when you when the season started, I was one of the main ones. I was one of the main ones. I was like, yo, Breezy got to be a little bit more aggressive. She got to be a little bit more aggressive. I know she can do it. We can rock with she can do. She can do it. She has it in her. Be a little bit more aggressive. Well, I tell you this right here. Breezy is becoming her. Breezy is becoming her, ladies and gentlemen. I just don't, I just, the girl was feeling it. She was in a zone last night. She was in a zone. The girl been in a zone like the last six games. She's still like over 60%. I think it's 63% in the last five or six games. Breezy is feeling herself. She is walking on the court knowing that I can hit baskets, knowing that I'm going to light you up. I was like, oh, my God. And play defense. You know, we always talk about, we always talk about, we talk about this right here. But this is what we talk about. Yeah, we, we talk about, you know, oh, oh, offensive players, defensive players. Oh, we have, oh, this, uh, this player right here. Oh, this player might be a two-way player. Oh, because they play offense and defense. Mm-mm. That's bad talk. 
That's bad talk. Ain't no uh, two-way player. We don't do that on this show. We don't talk about no two-way players. We don't do none of that right there. None of that. What we do is talk about basketball players. You either a basketball player or you not. And if you just play offense, you ain't a basketball player to me. If you just play defense, you're not a basketball player to me. Breezy Hall is a basketball player who will shoot your lights out, who will take it to the basket on you, who will shoot that mid-range, who will hit a free throws, and then she will guard you on the other end. Ooh, we got a problem in South Kakalaki, and that problem is Breezy Hall. She, she, I mean, oh my gosh, her, her stats, her stats is is, is just jumping out the gym now. Her stats is jumping out the gym. Last, you just go through the last five games. We're gonna go through the last five games from, uh, that Breezy has done. Last five games, last night, twenty-one points, four rebounds, eighty percent for the field. Uh, 100% from the three-point line. Uh, Mississippi State, uh, 15 points, three rebounds, one assist, one steal, 67%, 75% from the three-point line. Florida, 15 points, four rebounds, 71% from the field, uh, 67% from the free-throw line. We can talk East Carolina. She, she had five points, two assists, 67% from the field, 100% from the three-point line. I mean... Uh oh, Bowling Green, when she went back to Ohio, she had 18, 2 and 2. Shot 77% from the field. Shot 67% from the three point line. This is Breezy Hall. SEC has SEC players start. And this girl has gone in her bag and let them know who she is. Oh, Breezy Hall is putting in work, y'all. Breezy Hall is putting in work. And I couldn't be more happier from the junior from Dayton, Ohio. Six foot. Oh, my God. She's she she is. Oh, she, she's doing work. Yeah, she's doing work. She is doing work. And I it just you just you just got to put a smile on your face for everything she's been through. And, and, and you got to put some respect on people who actually who actually wait their turn. She could have transferred out after her freshman year. She could have transferred out at her senior year. She got to her junior year, and she putting the world on notice, y'all. She putting the world on notice and saying, that, y'all, it, 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 yeah, we got Pop Pop. Oh, yeah, we got Camila Cardoza. Oh, yeah, we got Raven. Oh, yeah, but don't, don't forget about me. Don't forget about me. You better play, say my name in front of some, in front of the top echelon of players in the SDC as well. You better say my name too. You better put me on the scouting report. That's what you better do. You put a you better put Breezy Hall with a bullet on the scouting report. Because she's gonna shoot your lights out. And oh man, I'm just so happy about Breezy Hall. And 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 she wasn't the only one last night. She wasn't the only one. Uh Tina uh, Tina Pow did what she does. Tina Pow Pow is the 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 uh the uh Tina Papa is the most consistent player on this basketball team. She's the most consistent player on this basketball team. From game one to game 15, she's the most consistent player on this basketball team. She, I, it's last night she had another 15-point shot, three for four from the three-point line, what, six for 10, had three or four assists. I mean, you, 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 you go into the game knowing, you go into the game knowing that Tina Papa is going to do Tina Papa things. She's going to do that. 
you're going to look at the box score and like, okay, she got another 12 points. She got another 15 points. And, you know, and some folks to be, you know, uh, 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 some folks relishing the fact that uh, our players don't uh, score 30 points, don't score 30, 40 points, don't do all this, that, and the third. And, and, and you know what? I care less. Don't mind me, not so ever. Because our team, when you built with with with, with uh what nine McDonald's All Americans, when you built with nine McDonald's All Americans, we built with nine five star recruits. They ain't, they ain't supposed to be shooting no 25, 30 times in a basketball game. No, everybody eat. Not just one player. Everybody eat. And I saw some stuff that Kim Mokey said. You know, we ain't got nobody. On our team, who shoots 40 times in the game, we know she was shooting a, a shot at uh, oh, Caitlin Clark. We know she was shooting a shot at Caitlin Clark, you know. And, and, and I saw some comments like if Don Staley said that, everybody be going at, going at her throat if she says some mess like that. But I tell you like this, I ain't got to speak on uh, speak up for Don, but I tell you like this right here. I say this right here. We don't have a player shooting 40 times. We would never have a player on, on South Carolina's team that's shooting 40 times in no basketball game. We had to go to ourselves. Aja Wilson ain't shooting no 40 times in no basketball game. That's not the way we built. Two-time MVP in the WNBA, Olympic all, Olympic champion. Get ready to be another Olympic champion. Uh, uh, come on now. We don't, we don't have to do that. We ain't got to do all that. It is what it is. It is what it is. We ain't got to do none of that stuff. So without, with us, I mean, you have Breezy shooting 10 times, Raven shooting nine times, Popeye shooting 10. Watkins shooting 10. Uh, Tessa shooting eight times. We ain't got to do all of that stuff. We spread the wealth. If one player ain't on, and, and, and I'm going to address the elephant in the room, I'm going to address the elephant in the room. One player ain't on, because Camila Cardoza was not on last night. She went on last night, and I, I, did, I said in the pre-show, I said in the pre-show the day prior that Camila Cardoza was going to put in work against this basketball team, and I was wrong. I was wrong. I, I, I was way off. I, when Cam Will's wrong, I let you know. And people been telling me that Cam Will, you're wrong. And I, I just say I was wrong. I was wrong. I mean, Camila Cardoza didn't show up. She showed up to the party last night. She got an invite. She, she was welcome to the in 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 the in the boom boom room. She was welcome to the boom boom room. She crossed the velvet rope. She had the tag around her arm, but she didn't show up. She chose not to accompany. I don't know. She didn't want to. She didn't. She chose not to accompany Breezy Hall. She chose not to accompany uh 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 Tahina She chose. She chose that. Up to seven points. Uh, eight rebounds. Mm -mm. That ain't good enough against a, against a basketball team that we know is small. We know they tiny. We know that. So so. I was disappointed on that aspect because I thought, I thought, I thought, I thought that she was going to put in that work and, and let everybody know that she belonged in the conversation of All-American. Let everybody know that she belonged in the conversation of SEC Player of the Year. But she took a step back, y'all. She took a step back. And, and when she took a step back, this, this is the thing about South Carolina. You have a player in Camila Cardoza, six foot seven, averaging a double-double, three block shots a game. Last night, she played 22 minutes of basketball. She played 22 minutes of basketball, okay? You know who did not play 22 minutes of basketball? Who came in and ball? We talking about Ashlyn Watkins. Ashlyn Watkins played 30 minutes last night. Ashlyn Watkins played 30 minutes last night's game. 
And sometimes the stats show this, the stats show that. Would you get an Ashley Watkins playing 30 minutes a game? You get some good defense. You get some on-ball defense. You get some some hustle. Because when they when you you if the ball goes on the floor and you got multiple players going against uh going for that ball, and Ashley Watkins is in the mix, you know damn well Ashley Watkins will get the ball. Ain't nobody gonna get that ball over Ashley Watkins. She's gonna get the ball, and the person who's attached to the ball, she's gonna get her too. And she's gonna lift both of them up. We saw that happen. So Ashley Watkins had 30 minutes, had 10 points, six rebounds, two blocks, and good defense. But you also so so she went. I mean, she went the only one in the post because if Camille Cardoso only playing 22 minutes, and, and, and a good portion of that wasn't good minutes, it got to be spread out a little bit more. Sonia Fagan, there was a Sonia Fagan sh uh, showing last night, and she showed up and let her somebody let her in the boom boom room. Somebody let Sonia Fagan in the boom boom room. She had 18 minutes. She played uh, 18 minutes at 10 points, four assists, four rebounds. Oh, Sonia Fagan, oh, six foot three, Sonia Fagan from Georgia. Let them know, and I ain't done yet. I ain't done yet. I just got to get minutes. And she got 18 minutes last night. So you have a player like Camila Cardoso who goes down, or not, not go down, didn't play well, didn't, 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 didn't uh, uh, play up to her uh, capabilities. Oh, Ashley Watkins getting more minutes. Sonia Fagan getting more minutes. I, I, I actually anticipated. I actually anticipated that Chloe would get more minutes, but Chloe is playing about the same amount of minutes that she's played all year. Chloe's playing about 15 minutes a game, y'all. Playing about 15 minutes a game, and last night she only played 10. Chloe played 10 minutes. So, so we we got a lot of folks who in my mentions who conversate who say different things, but and ask a question. Oh, this is it. This is it right here. Oh, we got to do that lineup change. We got to do that lineup change. And we have to start Ashlyn Watkins in place of Chloe Kitts. Well, Chloe Skardashian has been averaging about 18, 19 minutes a game. But in the SEC play, her minutes have gone to about 14 minutes a game. Now, 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 Ashlyn Watkins have been averaging about 19 minutes a game. But since SCC play has began, she's averaging 28 minutes a game. So she may not be starting the first quarter. She might not be starting the third quarter after the halftime break. But she getting the bulk of the minutes in the second and in the fourth quarter. And some minutes in the first and the third quarter. Sometimes it don't matter who starts the basketball game, y'all. Sometimes it don't matter. Sometimes it matters who actually playing the minutes of the basketball game. And I, and I got to agree with what folks have been saying. I got to agree with what folks have been saying. It, you know, it, it was a, oh, it was a really good situation. It was a really good situation when, oh, when, oh, Ashley Watkins, Sonia Fagan, uh, Breezy Hall, Zena Pow Pow, and old, old Tessa Johnson in the ball game. It was a situation where they look real damn good. I ain't gonna lie to you. They look real good playing together. They were athletic. They moved the ball. The ball didn't stick. And then you have a three-point shooter in Breezy. You have a three-point shooter in Tahina. You have a three-point shooter in Tessa Johnson, who is long at six foot one. 
who can defend. That is a that's a really good lineup. You have uh Sanaya Fagan, who's six foot three, offensive, awesome. You have a defensive stopper in Ashton Watkins at six foot three. Mm-hmm. That look real good, but he's not. Mm-hmm. That look nice. I ain't gonna lie. But ain't gonna be no lineup changes. Ain't gonna be no lineup changes. I don't see, I don't anticipate no lineup changes. I just anticipate them just playing, you know. <laughs> oh, that look that did look good though. I ain't gonna lie. It's, you talking about length, you talk about you talking about length, you talking about uh speed and shooting ability. That was really nice. That was really nice. Oh man, and Tessa Johnson. That's something about Tessa Johnson I just like. I, I just cannot put my finger on it right now. But there is something about Tessa Johnson that I like. It could be that she's six foot one. It could be that she plays defense. It could be that she's a, a really good three-point shooter. It could be like she does the hustle things. I don't know what it is. But Tessa Johnson? Tessa Johnson is going to be her. Tessa Johnson is going to be her. It's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time. You see the seeds being planted. You see the seeds being planted for Tessa. And if you noticed last night's game, Full Wiley has, well, let me be real with you, Full Wiley hasn't been on the last couple games. Her three-point basket has left her. Her three-point basket has left her. She's shooting now 28% from the three-point line. And it seems like she's trying to shoot herself out of it. And, 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 when, and, and, and when you are off as a distance shooter, you seem like you're forcing it. It seems like Full Wally is forcing it. And what I don't want to do, and I, I don't believe it's going to happen anyway, I, I want to see her start losing her confidence. You know? So... If you, if your three ball ain't working, then you just find other ways to score or find other ways to distribute the ball, you know, to be a play defense, all those things, you know. I just feel that Full Wiley needs to stop shooting that three ball as much as she's shooting it and go to that basket because nobody can defend her one-on-one. No one. Don't make it easy. Full while your athleticism. Don't make it easy for defenders for you to just sit back and shoot that three ball. Don't make it easy. Get them on their heels. Get them on their heels. That's what you do. You beat Allen Iverson. That's that's what I want for Malaysia Full Wally. I want you to beat AI. One of my favorite players of all time. You beat AI because they can't guard you. They can't guard you. Don't settle. Don't settle for that three ball. You like it's, to me? It just seems like you. It's kind of taking the easy way. You letting them, letting you, letting them defend you when they can't defend you. You bring that Carolina country strong Keenan basketball, uh, dirt road, no stoplights to you wherever you go, and let them know who the hell you are. Don't let them forget. Don't let them forget. Don't don't be worried about that three ball. We play against Kentucky on Monday. They play against Kentucky on Monday. You take it to the basket. You draw fouls. You embarrass somebody. You break some ankles. Test some ACLs. You do all that stuff. 
Because that's what you do. That's what you do. On Monday, I don't want to see no three-pointers. No three-pointers for Malaysia for a while. I want to see basket taken, breaking ankles. I want to see some YouTube moments. That's what I want to see. Let's go through a few questions. Let's go through a few questions. We got a lot, oh my God, we got a lot of questions, lots of comments. I appreciate all the comments. I appreciate all the comments, all the love. It's a Friday night. It's a Friday night, 8-24, p.m. on a Friday night. We got 205 people. And also, for the ones who knew, I am on Apple Podcasts. I am on iHeartRadio. I'm on Spotify. I'm on whatever situation of you getting the podcast, I am that dude now. So make sure you subscribe to that, follow, download it, all that stuff. All that stuff. All right, so let's do a question. Uh, Christopher Jones, what's up, Cap? What's up, my guy? We got to give Breeze of the game ball for that performance. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. We have to. We have to. Ain't no co-MVP. Ain't no co-whatever. Breezy got that, that crown on, on last night. And she holding that crown until Monday. Until Monday, for sure. Justin, what's up, my guy? Reza did a thing, Cap. What do you think of the lineup that extended the lead in the first and second half of Pow Pow, Breezy, Tessa, Fagan, and Watkins? They were balling as a lineup. Justin, my guy, touched on that a couple minutes ago, and I love that lineup. I love that lineup. I want to see more of that lineup. I want to see more of that lineup. And it, 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 I, I think... I mean, because this is the thing, right? The coaching staff, no. The coaching staff has been uh, has had these players for a long time, has been coaching them up, practicing them, working out with them, all those things. So they know all the tendencies. They know what they do well. They know what they do wrong. But what they saw, I think what they saw last night, that Snyder and Ashlyn play well together. They play well together. Sometimes when Ashlyn and Camila are in the game together, I feel that like they they, uh, they don't they they don't occupy the space well. They don't occupy the space well. Maybe that's why Chloe is in the game and Chloe plays well with Camila Cardoso. She plays well with Camila Cardoso. That hollow game is awesome. Hollow game is awesome. Chloe wants to come out from under the basket, even though she's averaging ten point seven rebounds. Ashlyn wanted to be closer to the basket so she can block some shots. But I don't want. And it seems like both of them are occupying the same space. Would I be mad if there's a situation where where Ashlyn is is getting the bulk of the time with Sanaya and and and, and Camila's getting the bulk of the time with Chloe? I won't be mad at that whatsoever, at all, not whatsoever. Because where 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 um this is the thing. We talk about Sanaya Fagan's defense, but we'll never talk about offense. We'll never talk about offense. So so where 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 Ashlyn might be lacking Sanaya. Is good at what Sanaya might be lacking. Ashton Watkins is good at. Keep in mind of the combination. Keep in mind of the combination. Keep in mind that 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 that's that's nice. She is Bree Wayne. I see Win, uh, uh, Winston's three point coaching is doing well. She's he said when she's been training with him a lot. She's she's talking breezy, but yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Winston Gandy should not be understated as a coach for the University of South Carolina. Yes, we got Pow Pow who changes the calculus of three-point shooting. Yes, we do. Now, Breezy Hall, was we, we thought she was a capable three-point shooter, but we ain't never seen nothing like this right here. 
we ain't, we ain't, we ain't, we ain't seen somebody none of this for him. Oh no, we ain't, we ain't never seen this. And 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 what? And and, and then uh, uh, Raven Johnson shooting forty percent for three. Come on now, Winston. The Winston effect is working. Jay Ham, am I the only one that kind of likes to slide? That's more of that, <laughs> more of that. Yeah, you ain't the only one, brother or sister. If we can get Sanaya Fagan playing at this level consistent, our bench will be outrageous good. That's from Robert. You tell no lies. You tell no lies. You don't. If Sanaya Fagan is that person that we saw last night on a consistent basis, mm -mm, there ain't nothing like coming off the bench with a six-foot-three player who can score, score the basketball. There ain't nothing like that right there off the bench, who actually was a five-star recruit and fourth rank in the, her recruiting class in class 2021. Ain't nothing like that. So, so, and, and Don said it, Don said it like this right here when she, she was referring to uh, Breezy. She was saying, she was saying that, uh, you know, she sat as a freshman, sat as a sophomore, junior, she waited her turn, now she's balling out. And, you know, it basically takes some time for some players. What if Sanaya Fagan has turned the quarter? What if she? What if this is the game right here, January 11th, where Sanaya Fagan has turned the corner and we get that version of her on a consistent basis? What if that happens? What if that happens? Something special. Something special. Uh, she is rewaying. Saw Adele Tat. Yes, you did. You saw Adele Tat last night. There was a shot of Adele Tat standing um, you know, uh, they, they, they were in the huddle and she was standing, I want to say beside Breezy or Tessa. And you saw how tall Adele Tack is. Adele Tack is legit six foot five, six foot six. With long arms. Adele Tack is massive. She is. And she's already on campus, already rehabbing, already traveled with the team to Missouri. She is following the same, same playbook, same playbook that Leticia Meteor had. The same thing. Medical red shirt. This is a medical red shirt time right here. This is it right here. She'll be ready in August. She'll be ready in the fall. She'll be ready when the ball tips off in November of 2024. Ooh, so excited. So excited about Adele. The flopping. The flopping that went on during this basketball game. The flopping that went on during this basketball game. Haley Frank is probably sore. Falling to the floor. Uh, uh, uh. I watch the game. Watch the game with my wife. I say, you know how you stop all that flopping? This is how you stop all that flopping. You get an elbow to the throat from Ashlyn Watkins. You ain't going to be doing that flopping no more. And there was a situation where she tried to flop with Ashlyn Watkins, and she came up holding her eye. Flopping against Breezy, flopping against Raven, flopping against Camila Cardoza is a lot different than flopping against Ashton Watkins, because you're going to feel that one. You're going to feel that one in the morning. And this is the thing. When you're doing all that flopping, you're trying to draw all these 
offensive fouls, what ends up happening is you end up putting yourself in foul trouble because the refs are not going to call every single time you're trying to flop. So you got some of them, but then you got some that you didn't get and you put yourself in foul trouble. You can't guard, so you try to flop. You can always find out the ones who can't guard because they be throwing their body into somebody. Camille Cardoza got the ball in the, uh, uh, at the top of the key. No, she didn't get the ball. She turned around. Teddy Frank sitting right there and flopped, and they call a foul on Camille Cardoza because she turned around and, and took a step. So that step from, from Camille Cardoza was enough to put you on the ground, and they draw a foul, and the refs need to be taught that. Because Haley, going into that game, Haley Frank had got 23 offensive fouls from opponents. So she does that all the time. And with us being bigger and stronger, oh, yeah, they're going to. So so we touch you, you're going to foul, right? We foul. Come on, bro. This game was so disjointed. The game was so disjointed. So, so and, and I was upset. I was upset. I was upset throughout the whole basketball game. I was upset about the flopping. I was upset by the disjointed play because you don't get in the rhythm. You don't get in the rhythm. I was upset that it took like four minutes looking at a camera when the, the, the ball grazed around. I'm like, damn, I saw it on the first try. I don't know what the referees looking at. Why take Cam Will four seconds to make the call? You can see the ball didn't rotate off the rim. And it took four minutes for y'all to come over the call for us to get the ball. You just gave them a whole timeout. You gave them a whole commercial break. You gave them a whole BET commercial break. And you know BET, for the ones who watch BET, you know BET got them long commercials. You, when BET have a commercial, you got time to turn on the, the, the washing machine. You got time to iron a couple shirts. You got time to go to the bathroom. You got time for all that. Go get you a, a little swig of sweet tea. And then the commercial be, be over. That's how I felt watching that game last night. Like, y'all got to be kidding me. You got three referees with 14 cameras, and you can't figure that out, and I got it on the first try. Here's the situation. SEC Network plus DM a brother. I saw it. I'll make the call. Like, what, what are you doing? And all those bogus flop calls. Watching the game, I felt a little unfulfilled. I felt a little unfulfilled. And the reason I felt unfulfilled because we should – I and I know Missouri plays as well, so I ain't going to discredit Missouri. Well, you know, you throw schedules, you throw rosters, you throw all this stuff out the window when we play against Missouri. For whatever reason, Missouri always play well against the South Carolina Gamecocks. In their Columbia or at our Columbia, they always play as well. And I still have those uh, uh, nightmares of Sophie Cunningham hitting that damn shot in overtime. I still have all that stuff. I mean, South Carolina played well. We played well. We shot 52% from the field. We shot 54, or 53% from the three-point line. And yet again, we shot 88% from the uh, free throw line. South Carolina, ladies and gentlemen, over the last three basketball games have shot 87%, 75%, and 88% from the three-point line. Not three-point line, from the three-point line. I'm saying, still saying it wrong from the free throw line. Let me say that one more time. The last three basketball games, South Carolina, the team that right now ranked 266 in free throw shooting, 
is averaging well over 80% at the free throw line. What has changed? You know what has changed? This is what has changed. The last three basketball games, we are in SEC play. So the girls are more focused. The girls are laser focused, not only at the free throw line, but at basketball in general. They're more focused. They got tuned up. They got tuned up. So you ain't gonna see no, you ain't gonna see no uh, uh 60%, no 55%, none of that mess in no free throw line no more. You're gonna see some improved free throw shooting, and we've seen it through the first three games of SEC play. Is that a a a, 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 a mirage? Is that a, a a vision? I don't know what it is, but what I see is South Carolina shooting over 80% over the last three basketball games. And if it happened again against Kentucky at home at Colonial Life Arena, that that ain't that ain't no makeup stuff. That is real deal. That that is what it is. I, what I didn't like, what I didn't like about the basketball game is, and I'm 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 address the elephant in the room because a couple of folks already hit me up. Couple folks already hit me up, and I just got to address it. I got to address it. And I got to take a sip, a, a sip of water on this one right here. I take a sip of water on this one. Take a sip of water on this one. Because y'all know how I love me some Raven Johnson. Raven Johnson, my favorite player. Raven Johnson, my favorite player. Um, I love me some Raven Johnson. But last five basketball games, in my humble opinion, Raven Johnson had one good game. In my humble opinion, my unbiased opinion, Raymond Johnson had one good basketball game. And that game was against Florida. She had 16, 4, and 5. She came out aggressive. She came looking for a shot. And she had 10 points in the first quarter. Now, you look at last night's game and you say, oh, snap, Raymond had 10 points. But she got like six of those points right towards the end of the game in the fourth quarter. For the bulk of that game, Raven wasn't doing too much. She wasn't. She played some decent defense. She played some decent defense, but she only had two, two, two assists. She did have three steals. And she's averaging three steals a basketball game. But I can't have Raven Hollywood Johnson getting two assists in a basketball game. And I know, I know, I know some of the some of it's not her fault in regards to. You know, players missing those bunnies, players missing these layups, doing all those things. I just, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know right now. I think she's like caught in between. I think she's caught in between. I think she's caught in between. Should I score the basketball? Should I do the do the pass? I don't know. But I need Raven Johnson to be the Raven Johnson. At the beginning of the season, a confident Raven Johnson would have bounced to herself offensively and defensively. That's what I need for us to us for us to win a championship. We need that version of Raven Johnson. Now, this Raven Johnson is good. This Raven Johnson, don't get don't get Mr. Screw. Now, this Raven Johnson competes. This Raven Johnson is good. But uh, uh, all SEC type Raven Johnson, that was early in the year. That was early in the year when she was putting the, putting it on notice. Like, yo, I'm going to lead the SEC in assists. I need that version of Raven. Hopefully we'll see it against Kentucky. 
And again, she's one of my favorite players, so it pains me. She's my favorite player, and it pains me to say that. But I'm just keeping it 100. Do the kid, do y'all still say that? Keep it 100. Well, Cam Wilson said, I'm just keeping it 100. Keep it real. I need Raven to get back to Raven. The Raven that I'm going to take your heart out type, Hollywood Johnson. That's what I need from Raven. Raven, take no prisoners. Raven, I can take you off the bounce. That type, offensively. That's what I want from Raven Johnson. You've, you've shown. You've shown that you can do it. You've shown it. I just need you to be that person every game. That's what I want. That's what I, I implore you to do. That's what I implore you to do. Because they can't guard you. They can't guard you. Show them who the hell you are. Show them who the hell you are. That you representing uh, uh, Georgia, ATL type. Show them who you are. Show them why you was the number two ranked recruit in the class of 2021. Show them again. Put them, put them on notice. I'm expecting you to ball out on Monday. Um, Country Notary. What's up, girl? I can't wait for the game when Pow Pow goes smooth off. I can't wait either. I can't wait. I cannot wait for Pow Pow to let them have it. To let them have it. We're going to see it. You're going to see a Pow Pow shoot like seven or eight three-pointers. You're going to see that sometime this season. She just haven't had the green light to shoot that many times like that. She ain't had it yet. But there's going to be a basketball game. There's going to be a basketball game this season. Could be in the SEC tournament. Could be against UConn. Could be in a game that met, could be against LSU. Ladies and gentlemen, Pow Pow goes smooth off, as country notaries say, against LSU, in LSU against the, the supposed two best transfers in the transfer portal. And that sell out of crowd. Can you imagine Sahina Pow Pow hitting seven three-pointers against LSU, national TV, prime time? i tell you like this right here. I will probably lose my mind. I will lose my mind. I will lose my ever-loving mind if she does that, I just, I just, it, I will be no good. Not for the night. I'm talking about for the week because I'm going to talk cash smack forever. Forever. Breezy does not take a bad shot. She is efficiently great. With Breezy and Pow Pow on both sides and Raven in the middle, the court is wide open and there is no stopping us. You know, and you bring up a great point. You bring up a great point. Breezy don't take bad shots. She don't. She she is so efficient. She's so efficient. She is so like locked in on what the offense, what she, what what uh she does for the offense. She's so locked in. Don said in a, in a in an interview, she's like she don't even tell Breezy anything no more. She knows it's a third year. She knows what to do. She knows. She has the utmost confidence in Breezy Hall. I, 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 it's just fearful. It's just fearful when you when you when you're an opponent and you see Breezy Raven and Tahina. You get you are, you are literally scared. You are scared. You are scared. 
because you can have two players who shoot 50% or better from the three-point line. You got Breezy, who's long and athletic, and get to the basket. You got Tina Powell Powell going her slow motion, uh, move action type self, getting, uh, getting to her spots. And it's so smooth. Watch the Tina Powell Powell. It's so smooth. And I, I did an analogy of, of Allen Houston playing for the Knicks back in the day. That's what she reminded me of. That smooth jumper, go at her own pace. And she go at her own pace, but there's nothing you can do about it. She still gets to her spots. And then she's aggressive on defense. She's a dog. And then Raven still in the basketball, uh, uh, doing that quick pace, getting the players in their positions. Man, it's a problem. Um, at TD Cap, you said the bench will get short. SEC play gets underway. Sure did. Well, if it do, then you can add kids to the list. Her footwear is not there to keep her on the floor. Well, I mean, it's it, it, it just like this right here. And I appreciate the comment. I really do. But I say this right here. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, um, Chloe just became a sophomore. She just, January, she just finished her first year of being on campus. Okay? Being her first year on campus. So she just turned the clock to the sophomore, sophomore year. She was not a sophomore uh, when the season began. Because she wasn't on the campus for a year. She had one off season with the coaching staff. Okay. She's averaging 10 points and seven rebounds in SEC. Okay. She is in 18, 19 minutes of play. Let's put that in context. Put that in context. Chloe is, uh, Chloe's a good player. Chloe's a good player. Right now, Chloe's a good player. Two years from now, Chloe, in my opinion, is going to be a great player. Chloe is just scratching the surface, y'all. She is just scratching the surface. Give her some credit. Give Chloe Skardashian some credit. Really give her credit. Because uh, you just, I mean, and I'm a stat dude. I'm an analytic type dude. I am. And Chloe, like I said, she's averaging 10 points, uh, seven rebounds, two assists per basketball game. This is what Chloe is doing. This is what Chloe is doing. 19 minutes of play. 68% from the free throw line. What you getting from Chloe at 51%, 51% from the field. What you getting from Chloe is a is a different version of what uh, uh, you want as a power forward because she's not strong enough yet. But she can't handle the ball enough well enough to play three. So she's kind of like a tweener. She's like a three and a half. She's big. She's bigger than players who play the three, but she's not strong enough against players who play the four. But she finds a way to the ball. Chloe will find a way to get rebounds. She gets the same amount. This, this is the, Put this in context. Chloe Kitts gets the same amount of rebounds as Ashton Watkins. Both of them are averaging seven rebounds a basketball game. It's just Ashton Watkins doing it in a dominant fashion. It makes you pop your eyes out. Like, damn, she did that again. But with Chloe, what we what captivates us when we watch a Chloe, how many times she's on the floor? That's what we see a lot. Or when she gets in the basket, she's getting pushed around some because she's not strong enough. You see the way Chloe is built right now. That's not going to be the same way that Chloe is going to be this time next year. So that's how I feel. That's how I feel about that. 
Um, a couple more things about Chloe. Uh, Lavisha, I hope I'm saying your name right. Lavisha Yarborough Wall. For a while, it was a little bit off, but may need to get more playing time so she can get her flow. Well, this is the thing. We're in SEC play. Don ain't going to let um, – she's going to play the players that she trusts. And I don't believe she trusts Fulwiler right now. I just don't. I don't think she trusts her uh, offense. I don't, I don't think she trusts her offensively and defensively as a ba complete basketball player. Right now. Right now. And I'm going to take a, a drink on this one right here. Because uh, some folks are going to look at the camera, Will, you crazy as hell. But we're going to do another shot 48 minutes in. Do another shot. Here we go. So right now, Tessa Johnson should be in the lineup before Malaysia Fulwiler. Those are the facts. Right now, January 12th, Tessa Johnson should be in the lineup before Malaysia Fulwiler. And there ain't no shade to my homegirl from Carolina. There ain't no shade whatsoever. But at this point right now, Tessa Johnson is a better all-around basketball player, offensively and defensively. She is. Now, Malaysia Fulwiler is straight-up sensational on the offensive end. She's going to do some things that we ain't never, ever, ever in the life of us seen before. But in SEC play, and I'm just, I'm just watching. I'm just watching how this SEC stuff is changing. I'm watching Tessa Johnson get more minutes. I'm watching through three games in SEC play for one Tessa Johnson. She played 20 minutes against Florida. She played 15 minutes against Mississippi State, and she played 16 minutes against Missouri. Somebody help me with the math. So at 35, 41 minutes, that's about what, 17 minutes a game? About 17 minutes a game right now in SEC play? You, you are going to get solid defense from Tessa Johnson. Someone says she's 6'2". I mean, she look it. She does. She looks it. Tessa Johnson is 6'1", with long arms, athletic, move her feet, plays hard, tough-nosed defense, can shoot the rock. She's a better three-point shooter than Malaysia for a while. And we knew that going into the season. If anybody who's who, who been following high school recruit knew that Tessa Johnson is one of the best high school shooters in the country. We knew that. I just I believe the coaching staff, I believe Don Staley trusts Tessa right now. That's why you're seeing more of her playing. I, I really do. And, and, I, and, I, and I can't end it with full Wiley. Florida, she played 18 minutes. Uh, Mississippi State, she played 14 minutes. Missouri, she played 10 minutes. Would that be a pattern? Would that be a pattern? I don't see uh, uh, um, LaVisha Yarbrough, well, I don't see uh, Coach Staley playing her to get her out of a funk because every game matters now. So when she missed those three three-pointers, because the first three shots she took was all three-pointers and none of them was close. Zero. None of them was close. Don pulled and put Tessa in. 
I think more as this uh, SEC turn, SEC play continues on, I think you're going to see more Tessa Johnson. I really do. I really do. And I think the length that she has, you're going to see more Tessa Johnson playing with Bree Hall. Tessa six foot one, maybe six foot two. Bree six foot. That's good length at the guard position. That is good length and very athletic. And so, so you, what you are seeing is uh, in, in SEC play is a transition to a more defensive centric basketball team. That's what you're seeing. That's what you're seeing. Because you're talking about 15 games in now. 15 games in. I'm going to do a, a show tomorrow, you know, uh, talking about where we where we stand at the 15-game mark and 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 how has uh, SEC play changed. There's going to be two dope uh, shows that's going to come out tomorrow. But what you're seeing is there are – it's going to be a more emphasis on defense while not sacrificing offense, okay? So if you got Tessa Johnson in the game with Bree Hall in the game and you got a, a Raven Johnson or a Tahina Papa, if you got a situation where you got Tahina, Raven, uh, Tahina, uh, Breezy, and Tessa, you have three dynamic three-point shooters in the game at the same time. And then you can put whatever combination of posts you want to. You can have Camila, so, so they collapse on Camila, Kick it out to three-point shooters, they can knock it down. You have Ashton Watkins and Sonia Fagan. You have multiple ways to, 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 to uh navigate the offense because you have three shooters. But not only do you have three shooters, you have two defenders in Breezy and Tessa, who I think are outstanding. I think Tessa's it's 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 almost like right now, it's it's a it's a run for your money in terms of who's the best on-ball defender between Tessa and Bree. At the at the perimeter position. Now, if you have a situation, because I think that uh, uh, Watkins is the best defender on this basketball team. So if you this say this right here, right here, you have a situation where you got Ashlyn, Tessa, and Bree in the game at the same time. That's one of the best. That is our best defensive lineup with those three players playing at the same time, while not sacrificing offense. Why not sacrificing offense? That is something to watch. As the season continues on, we play Monday against Kentucky at seven o'clock. Now, I don't think we're going to get much resistance from Kentucky whatsoever, but here's a couple things to make sure you watch. Make sure you watch this right here. Watch you get subbed in first. Watch you get subbed in first. If you see a situation where Tessa and Ashley Watkins are the first two subs that come to this basketball game, a change has happened. A change has happened. If the next person to come into the basketball game is Sanaya Fagan, a change is happening. A change is happening. So, so just just watch that. Watch that. I think that the the trend of of Watkins playing 28, 30 minutes is going to continue. I think the trend of Tessa Johnson playing 18, 20 minutes is going to continue. So if Tessa is playing. 18, 20 minutes, somebody else is off the court. And right now at that point is my laser full wide. That is, that's that's what it is. That that is that is the facts from old Captain Will. That's that those are the facts right now. And I think the shield, I think full while will get back to how we envisioned her. I have no doubt, because you're gonna have a situation next year 
where uh, potentially if, if, if Pow Pow goes to the league, Full Wally and Tessa are going to be getting crazy time. One of those will be starting next year, probably before Wally. Probably before Wally next year. But two years from now, you have a situation where Full Wally as a junior, Tessa Johnson as a, uh, as a, as a junior, Maddie McDaniel as a sophomore, lighten the SEC up. Hey, um, I want to uh, thank I want to thank High Vibrations. Thank you, High Vibrations. Appreciate the love. Thank you for the tip. It means so much to me. It really does. Um, Adam Adam Ritter, I'm worried about Full Wally. Everybody's telling him to calm down. That she's a freshman, she'll be fine. This. <laughs> oh man. So, all right. So this is the deal. This is the deal. Adam. Adam. Full Wally is fine. For a while, it's fine. It's okay. It is okay. These are growing pains. These are growing pains. She's a freshman. She's a freshman who's averaging 16, 17, 18 minutes a game. She is fine. You know who wasn't averaging uh, this amount of time? No, it wasn't. Free Hall. She wasn't in a freshman or sophomore year. She wasn't. You know who was the 14th ranked recruit in the 2021 class? Bree Hall. You know who was the 13th ranked recruit in the 2023 class? Malaysia Fulwala. It takes time, especially in this system. It takes time to be trusted offensively and defensively because you can't have lapses like that in SEC play. You just can't. So, it is all good. It is all good. Full Wally is going to be one of the best players that has ever put on a uniform at the University of South Carolina, male or female. It is fine. It is fine. She is the truth. She's the truth. Just trust. Just, just say it like this right here. Just say it like this right here. We have so many talented players on this basketball team. And with Full Wally being the hometown girl, we want to see her on the court a whole lot. We do. I do. Because every time she gets the ball, I stand up. I stand up. That's what happens. So I can't, I can't deny that because I have no idea what she's going to do with the basketball. But we also have other sensational, talented five-star recruits on this basketball team. Okay, so... So we praise Coach Staley about bringing talent in. We praise Coach Staley about, you know, players fitting in with the culture of, of, of Don Staley. Okay? So sometimes it takes a little more time. But this is the thing. When you have so many, so many, so many talented basketball players on a team, everybody ain't going to be happy. Everybody ain't going to be happy. So now that we are in SEC play, I told you before, this is what I said. This is what I said. And, and someone made a note of it. Someone made a note of it. TD said, I said it before. The bench is going to get shorter when we go into SEC play, when we go to the SEC tournament, when we go to the games that matter in the big dance. You're not going to see 11 players playing in a basketball game. 
unless there is a huge blowout. Okay. Last night we played nine players. Play nine players. Sanaya Jada didn't play. Schema Walker didn't play. You had uh, uh, Full Wilder with 10 minutes. You had Chloe with 10 minutes. The bulk, and I said this before, the bulk of the minutes is going to be going to about seven players. About seven players. Raven Johnson, Tina Popow, Breezy Hall, Ashlyn Watkins, Camilla Cardoza, Tessa Johnson, and now I'm going to say Sanaya Fagan. The bulk of the minutes are going to go to those seven players. Now, I, I, I think it's going to be some situations where, where Chloe play a little bit more than, than Sanaya. You know, but Chloe has been averaging about 18, 19 minutes. But since SEC players came in, her minutes has gone down. So we're going to see how it goes on against uh, Kentucky. We're gonna see how that goes in terms of the minutes, but just keep him just just watch it. Just watch the minutes. Just watch the minutes. Watch the basketball game, obviously, but watch how the minutes are distributed, and you're gonna see that trend. You're gonna see that trend. The trend is going down. Just keep eye on that. All right, follow me on Instagram, Gamecocks Talk with Captain Will. Follow me on Twitter at um, Gamecocks Talk. Follow me. Uh, all uh, uh, follow me on all the platform platforms for podcasts, and we're talking about Apple Podcasts, uh, iHeartRadio, Amazon, Spotify. However, you choose to get your podcasts, you can now follow Captain Will. You can follow me everywhere you go. You can listen to me in the in the car. My homegirl from Cali be coming in at eight o'clock. You, you you just turn it on the car. You turn on the car. You can just put it in the Apple Podcasts. You know what I'm saying? And just hear the, the smooth tones of old Captain Will. Um, Ashakim, what's up, my guy? Honestly, Cordoza needs to improve on offense. She is having trouble creating her shot on offense. Her post, post moves need work. To me, Fagan has more post moves and better footwork than everyone else. I mean, you're not telling any lies. You're not telling any lies, but Cordoza is a, is a senior. She's almost 23 years old. She played at Syracuse and she's played at South Carolina. It ain't gonna change. Cardoza is who she is. And 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 like I said before, there are 359 other teams who would love to have the services of one six foot seven Camila Cardoza. You know what I'm saying? But she is who she is. She is the same player who just made the pre-Olympic team for Brazil. And we could talk a little bit about that as well, because there's a high probability that she won't be playing against UConn. But UConn dropping like flies right now. They they might have to put up, uh, sign up some cheerleaders to get some run, you know, when they play us. They got Paige Beckers playing the forward position. Can you imagine Paige Beckers playing the forward position against Ashton Watkins? She might cut you a couple of bowls to the throat. I mean, come on. But she is who she is. And and, 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 and and Coach Staley said this a couple of years ago, that Sanaya Fagan was the most offensively talented player that she's ever coached in the post. That included, uh, and it drew, drew some crazy, you know, uh, like, what? What the hell are you talking about? What? Drew, drew some of that because you're talking about Asia Wilson. You're talking about uh, uh, Leah Boss and those players. No. Said it's Sanaya Fagan, the most offensively talented player that she's ever coached in the post. 
She just got to get it right on the defensive end. Her moves are extraordinary. And she got good size, great size, six foot three. Great shape. Long and athletic. I want this version of Sonia Fagan. Don't forget, Sonia Fagan started the first game. The, the first game, exhibition game against Rutgers. She started. Sonia Fagan. Not Chloe, not Watkins. Sonia Fagan. The talent is there. It's just some untapped talent that, that she might be finding now. But in terms of Cardoza, she is not going to change. She ain't changed in four years. It is not going to change now. She is who she is. And she's going to be uh, uh, a similar player when we go to the W. She's bigger than you. She's taller than you. She has long arms. She's very fast for her size, running up and down the court. She's a good passer out of the post. She's averaging three assists a basketball game. That, that's who Cordoza is. That's who she is. Jonathan McQueen, Uncle Will, Happy New Year, sir. Thank you for your service. Will Camilla miss? Oh, I just, I, I, bro, I, I'm reading your comment right now, and I'm, I, it's crazy. And I didn't look at it, and I already just started talking about it. And so, but thank you for the comment, though. So um, it's looking that way. It's definitely looking that way. Cause this, this is the thing, man. You, you, you play. You have the opportunity to play for your national team. You have the opportunity to play for your national team in the Olympics in Paris. Okay. You made the pre-Olympic team. So you own the squad. And you have the opportunity to play in the Olympics. You damn right. You're gonna play. She ain't gonna play on that team. She ain't missing the UConn game. It's a non-conference game. Real talk. At the in the big scheme of things, it don't matter. It matters to us as as fans because we don't want to lose a game or, you know, uh, jeopardize our number one ranking, things like that. But in the big scheme of things, the right thing for Camila Cardoza is to go play in that pre-Olympic tournament. That's the right thing to do. You make the Olympics with Brazil and you play in Paris during the summer. That's what you that's what you do. That's what you do. It's a no brainer to me. If I was a family like, girl, you're you going to play. You're going to play in any situation. You can do what you do in this little tournament. You come on back and you finish the SEC uh, schedule. And you get ready for the uh, for the big dance. But no, you have the opportunity to play for your national team. She's from Brazil, y'all. She had the opportunity to play for Brazil. Girl, you play. You let the chips fall where they may. There's a reason why we have nine McDonald's All-Americans and nine five-stars on this team. If we can't win basketball games with one player not playing, then we don't deserve to win the championship. I'm just saying. We got that much depth. We got that much talent on this basketball team. We can miss Camila Cardoza in her 25, 26, 27 minutes of basketball. That doesn't mean Ashley Watkins is going to play more. That just means Sonia Fagan is going to play more. You go, get, go chase your dreams. You already got a national championship. Go chase your dreams. It's a no-brainer to me. Go, go, go over there and work. And make USC proud. Cause you're always gonna be USC. You're always gonna be USC when you were playing last summer. You were playing last summer. I was cheering for you. The USC. Ain't Brazil, girl. You USC. You USC. But you go get that national. You get the opportunity to, to get into the, all the Olympic uh, uh, 
stuff. Because it's, 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 you know, it's, it's a dream. So you go out there and get it. You go out there and get it. That is, that is yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm not watching? I'm not watching the, because uh, I ain't got Pac-12. Man, I don't have Pac-12 on DirecTV. So when I found that mess out, oh, that's a good game. Stanford is up by four points against Utah. Mm. And they're playing in Utah. Third quarter. Great game. So whoever's watching that game, y'all lucky. Y'all are lucky. Uh, Edro Kaba, with Fagan playing better, what do we do with five forwards when Joyce starts next year? <laughs> you said a mouthful, my guy. You said a mouthful. You said, with, with Fagan playing better, what do we do with five forwards when Joyce starts next year? Who's to say that Joyce going to start next year? Who's to say? Who, who's, because it ain't, it ain't given. It ain't given to Joyce. Joyce is not even saying she's going to start next year. She's going to say in an interview, interview I did with her. She just want to come and help the team. Want to help the team in any kind of way. She just come out and say, I'm going to start. That's not, not on this basketball team. Not on this basketball team where everybody's great. No, 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 no. I don't care what kind of recruit you are. Agent Wilson didn't start her freshman year. Let's just keep it real. The best who ever did it didn't start. So ain't no, uh, uh, ain't no given that Joyce Edwards, the number two ranked recruit in the country, uh, and one of the best players who ever uh, played basketball in the state of South Carolina is going to start next year as a freshman. Ahead of multiple players, I, you know, it's, it's tough. But, to, you know, in terms, I, I, I mentioned this before in in, in, um, in a um, show that I expect somebody to transfer out. I have no idea who that player is going to be to transfer out, but I expect somebody to transfer out next year. Um, I do, because Joyce is going to play. She may not start. And I, real talk, if Joyce Edwards come in here and starts, I've had a head of players who are juniors and seniors who were equally talented in high school, and that's a problem. That's a problem. And I don't anticipate her starting next year. I don't. I don't anticipate a Dale Tack starting next year. No. I don't want any freshman starting for South Carolina. I don't. Because that dilutes the recruiting that we've done before. It does. When everybody is talented every single year sometimes you got to wait your turn got what your turn on this basketball team some basketball teams it's not a case because you are you might have a, a one or two players on that basketball team who are really good who are really outstanding this basketball team you have nine you have nine players who are really good you have nine players on this basketball team on this basketball team who were top 25 in the country in their respective classes. Nine of them. You're going to have two more McDonald's All-Americans showing up next year in Maddie McDaniel and Joyce Edwards. You think, so the question also, you think Maddie going to come in and start next year? No. 
that question ain't gonna come up. And I know everybody in love with Joyce Edwards. I am too. I love me some Joyce Edwards, but I, I, I damn sure love me some Patty Medellin too. And I think she's equally talented in regards to her being uh, one of the best players at her position. But we're not gonna mention her starting, but we're gonna say Joyce gonna start, right? I got it. I got it. I got it. I think Joyce gonna gonna wait her turn, and 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 and, and I believe that she because uh, because this is the thing, Joyce. Don't don't forget this right here. Joyce has played with Raven Johnson and my lady for a while. They played together. Now Raven got a little age on both of them, but they have played together. Okay, they are friends. They are used to playing, you know, with one another. So. Joyce knows her role. Joyce knows her role. And if it comes down to that she's better than the rest of the players and they even start, more power to it. More time power to it. I think when it's all said and done, Joyce Edwards is going to be one of the best players that ever played at the University of South Carolina, but I don't think it's going to happen in freshman year. If Fagan um, continues to play like she played the last couple games, you know, there, there is... There are a lot of opportunities out there for minutes next year because Camille Cardoso is going to be gone. Adele Tack will be coming off an injury. There's going to be a lot of opportunity for some minutes next year. Let's keep it. Keep it 100. Uh, Austin Jackson, what's up? Sanaya will be the key to the national championship, but she has to put forth 100% effort without lapses, especially on defense. Um... I'm not going to go there and say that she will be the key to the national championship, but I appreciate the comment. I'm not going to go that far because there are several games that Sanaya has not been a factor this season. So I don't want to uh, have one good game that she's had, you know, against uh, Missouri and she had a solid game against uh, ECU. But I mean, if you just go by the stats, now, those, out of the 15 games, those were her two best games. So I'm, I'm not going to say because there's several several games where she's played three minutes. I mean, let's be real. She played three minutes against Mississippi State. Three minutes. She played eight minutes against Florida. So we got to put that in context. Now, she played well last night, but I don't believe that uh, Sanaya Fagan is changing the pendulum for us winning a championship. Um this team is, I, 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 and I, you know, I think the one player that we can't miss on this basketball team is Sahina, Sahina Papa. I think she is the one player who 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 puts who puts us over dramatically as a basketball team. And we have a lot of lot of great players, but for this basketball team to be number one, number one in the country shooting the three ball, Sahina Papa is a huge part of that. I think that the key to this national championship is Bree Hall. That's who I believe is a, the key to this team winning the national championship. If we get a Breezy Hall who's playing like she's been playing for uh, multiple games in, in, in the tournament, we will win the national championship. That is, we are going to win the national championship. Because you have another shooter, another defender, and it opens up the floor even more. And we're going to play some teams who, who can shoot the ball, but we still have the number one defense. They have to deal with us. Other teams have to deal with our shooting now. They have to deal with our shooting. And, 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 
And you know, that's 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 scary. Real talk, that's scary for opposing teams. Our shooting. Because you can't sag in the middle. Like Missouri, like all the teams in the SEC have been doing us for years. You can't do that no more. You can't. You try that with us, we're going to shoot the lights out like we have been doing. This Carolina team is still number one in that ranking. Number 14, number 14, number 14 in, in, in strength of schedule. We play six teams. We play six teams that are ranked in the top 50. It was seven teams, but Florida has uh, regressed to rank 51 in that ranking. We're still number four in offensive rating, number one in defense. You know, all the accolades speak for itself. Speak for itself. It, it's really, it's really awesome. Tip Brown, let me see you guys score prediction for us versus LSU. Score prediction. I'm not gonna get my prediction yet. I get my prediction. We got what 13 days. I ain't giving my prediction until the uh 24th. I'm not giving my prediction to the 24th. That's when I'm giving my prediction by LSU. But I tell you this right here. I feel very confident we're going to be LSU. I feel very confident that we're going to be LSU. I do. So, but I get my prediction on January 24th. And when we win that game on January the 25th, I believe that game is at 7 o'clock. Uh, when we win that basketball game. And... um. I'm on the air. Oh, no, that's at 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock on ESPN. 8 o'clock on ESPN. When I come on the air at 10 o'clock on that Thursday night, that's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. And I'm going to stay on the air until we get less than 100 people watching me. So that's all night. We're going to talk all night long because somebody will be watching. That's 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 what's going to go down. I will stop talking when it gets below 100 people watching my face on that night. Let us beat LSU. Let us blow out LSU. There's going to be a problem in the Williams household that night. I'm just letting you know. Uh, Sadiki, I can't say this name. Sadiki Kadarufu. I, I hope I said it correctly. Correct me if I'm wrong, but we won't see some of the players on this team be the first to win multiple championships for the women's team. Correct me if I'm wrong, but won't, oh, but won't some of the players on this team be the first to win multiple championships with this team? Yes, you're, you're absolutely right. Because the one in 2022 and if we win in 2024, when we win in 2024, yeah. Yeah, that, that is true. That is true. And um, that would be really dope. That would be really dope because you have a, a Breezy Hall who won in 2022 as a freshman. You have Cardoza. You have, you know, um, you know Raven. You have, you know, multiple champion, multiple-time champion, you know. That would be so awesome, you know, for the players who stuck around, Sanaya Fagan. For the players who've been, you know, faithful to the program and put in the work 
And it would be awesome. You have a player like Tina Powell Powell. You have a player like Tina Powell Powell transferred from Oregon. Oregon was never going to win a championship, even though I think that recruiting class that they had was like number one, you know. But she came here, and she's able to cap off a national championship here at USC, it would be like sensational for her, her family, you know, and everything that's uh, I went through coming up in in, in uh, high school, tearing ACL and things like that. Um, that'd be awesome. It really would. Um, but we have some games before. We have some games before that, Siddiqui. But it, I mean, it's, it's I mean, I, I already booked my ticket. Wifey and I already booked our tickets for um for Cleveland. So I'm already saying that we're going to win. We're going to be in the final four. I'm already saying that. I already put my uh uh pre- a request for a press pass. Because I'm I'm that's how confident I feel that we're going to be there in the final four. I don't see us losing before that. So uh Terrell Stevens Cat, what up, my boy? What's going on, fam? How you doing? What is good? What is good? Shaquem, Sling TV has the Pac-12 challenge. You know, I found that out right before, right before I went on the air. Sling TV has it, but I don't have, I don't have Sling TV. I don't have Sling TV. What I do have, I have like, because I'm a TV show connoisseur. So I have like, um, of course, got Netflix, got Hulu, got Paramount Plus. Got a peacock. I like wrestling too. Um, I got a bunch of them. Disney Plus. Disney Plus, you know, I'm a Marvel dude. Y'all see me wearing my shirts, Marvel. And then when the grands come over, you know. So, but I don't have Sling TV. ESPN Plus. I don't know why it's not on ESPN Plus. I I just, they don't have a freaking contract with ESPN Plus. ESPN Plus shows all these games. They don't know Pac 12. So I'm disappointed in that. I'm disappointed in that. And I, I think, and I don't have, you know, I got DirecTV, so I don't have Spectrum and I don't have the Dish and other things. DirecTV is great sometimes. Sometimes DirecTV sucks. I ain't gonna lie. So I probably I probably never get a sponsorship with DirecTV. It's all good. It's all good. So Stanford's up by four. Stanford's up by four right now at the end of the third quarter. Stanford's got a tough schedule. Utah has a tough schedule. Those teams just be that Pac-12 just they just beating each other. They just beating each other. Let me see how Peely's doing. Oh my God. Oh my God. For the ones who are watching this game, who, who does have Sling TV, Peely is three for 12, two for six from the three-point line. Peely has 10 points. Wow. Didn't see that coming. Didn't see that coming. So I I I I assume. Damn. What's the, what's the girl name? Kiki Arifin, the junior, six foot three from LA. That girl done shot 20 times. 20 times she got 22 points, 13 rebounds, three assists. Cameron Brink ain't doing too much. She don't, she got she ain't on she only got four points, six rebounds, one block shot. She ain't doing too much. Wow. Okay. Okay. I see. I see you. James Hickson, it's gonna be wild in Baton Rouge. It's going to be lit. It's going to be crazy up in Baton Rouge. I tell you that right now. I tell you that right now. Um, Darnell Baylor, Michelle J, my 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 um, creator creator of the 
the GTL tagline, Gamecocks talk, lieutenants. What's up? What's up? How y'all doing? What's good? Uh, Country Notary, which LSU player do y'all think has the best chance to score double figures against us? I think it's gonna. Um, I think that. Uh, uh, I want to say Michaela Williams. I want to say Michaela Williams. I think. Mm, it's tough because I think. I'm gonna say Anissa Morrow. I'm gonna say Anissa Morrow will be will score the most points for LSU when we play them. I do. See, this is the thing too. LSU plays six players. They play six players. That's it. They play six players. So the key with LSU is them trying to run with us, but also the difficulty Angel Reese is going to have trying to score against us. That is the difficulty. So, so against LSU, we need for show sure, Camila Cardoso. We need a size. We need a length. Because it gave Angel Reese straight hell during that basketball game. Her size. Because Angel Reese don't have no post moves. She don't have any post moves. So when you don't have any post moves playing against us, that's a problem with the size. And you play and you're the tallest player. You know, so it's a, it's several scenarios, and I ain't gonna give them away. We'll talk about that all next week. Well, not next week. We'll talk about it all in a couple of weeks. Um, oh, I think they're gonna defend injuries. I think they're gonna defend Michaela and Anissa Morrow and so forth. But I think it'll probably be Anissa Morrow will be in double figures first. Um, Country Notary, you gonna be at that game? You gonna be at that game? That is amazing. Shout out to you. Send me some pics. Send me some pics. I really appreciate that. I hope hopefully I get it because I put a press pass in for that game too. <laughs> LSU ain't gonna prove my pet press pass for now. They ain't gonna prove that. But I did. I did. Maybe soccer line will give me one. Maybe soccer line will give me one. I have not got a press pass for a away game. I have not. I'm gonna do the last question. This is the last question, y'all. Um, this is from um, Justin. It's crazy to think that Don has been at soccer line 16 seasons, almost the same amount of time as Nick Saban was about Alabama for 17 seasons. They both goats. That's that's a um, that's a really good analogy. That's a really good analogy in reference to the length of time that Don has been at South Carolina and the length of time that you know, Nick Saban has been at uh, Alabama, who just recently retired. And um, Don Staley has so many years of coaching ahead of her. So many years of coaching. And and, and, and Nick Saban coached 17 years at Alabama, won, you know, six national championships, five national championships at Alabama, won a championship with LSU, coached in the NFL, coached at so many levels. And she, he's much older than Coach Staley is. So when... When when uh when when Don Staley is 72 years old, if she still is coaching at that time, there's no no telling how many national championships she's gonna have. No telling. Astronomical number. Astronomical number. Because if you if 
Because when Don Staley, the 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 the, the, uh, the here's the difference too, Justin. This is the difference. When Don Staley started coaching South Carolina, we were a doormat team. We were a doormat team. We weren't good at all. Okay, let's let's be clear. Okay, we weren't good at all. Much different than when Alabama got Nick Saban. Okay, but Don, it took Don some years to get her players to get her recruits, and some recruits didn't come. Didn't 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 didn't, didn't, didn't want to play. Some recruits uh, transferred out. Kelsey Bone, remember her? Kelsey Bone. She 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 was top recruit. Came in from Texas. Transferred out after her first year. Everybody don't work that way. But she turned that pro this program around in a few years and made baby steps. Made baby steps. Got better. Got better. Got a little further in the tournament. A little further in the tournament. Won the chip in 17. Probably would have won the chip in 20. Wish we would have won the chip last year in 2022 or 2023. So that would have been back to back in 22 and 23. And we're favored to win in 24. Just think like this right here. There is they, they, it is not out of the realm that South Carolina could have won 22-23 and are now the favorite for 24. What if Carolina would have won three straight chips? That would have been unbelievable. You Because you, you, we, we throw around the GOAT word a lot. Throw around the GOAT word a lot. We do. We do. But you know, going to every season, and this is a season that we didn't, you know, the national media did not think that this program would be where it is. Would not be where it is, but it is. It is where it is because of Coach Staley. It is. And I hope we win the chip. I hope we're there celebrating because it's going to be amazing in Cleveland if that happens. Uh, Nolan, appreciate the love, brother. Appreciate the love. I, I really do appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, I said it was going to be a last question, but I'm going to finish this up with Mr. G because I ain't heard from Mr. G in a minute. Uh, we, he said Williams and Flage will be the problem, not Morrow. I, I don't, I don't. Flage, she's a, she's a good defender, but I don't, I don't know, I don't know about Flage. And 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 Michaela Williams is really good because I was struggling between Michaela and Morrow. I was struggling between them. Uh, who's gonna who's gonna be that problem? And, and, you know, I'd say like this right here. Between Anissa Morrow and in between Michaela Williams, one of them going to be took completely out of the game. One of them going to be took, one of them going to be game plan for and going to be taken completely out of the game. I don't know which one. I don't know. I don't know. But Flage, to me, ain't changing the calculus for this basketball game. She's going to contribute for show. But I don't think she's going to be the catalyst for this basketball game in, in, in beating South Carolina. You know, that's just me. And we, uh, we're we going to dive deep in that conversation when it is game week. Because we're going to start talking about them seven days out, seven days out. And we got a game before that. But I'm still going to be talking about LSU. You're getting a full week of coverage talking about LSU. I'm just letting you know right now. It's going to be on and popping. 
This concludes another episode of Gamecocks Talk with Captain Will. I appreciate all the love. appreciate all the love. Follow me on Twitter, Gamecocks Talk. Follow me on Instagram, Gamecocks Talk with Captain Will. Follow me. Get me on whatever platform that you get your podcast from. I'm everywhere. Um, Apple Podcasts. Get it on iHeartRadio. Get it on Amazon. Get it on Spotify. However you choose to get your podcast. Check me out. Subscribe to the channel. Hit those like buttons. It helps the process go. We're going to have some special things. Got some uh, some surprises for next week. It's going down. You are now. You are now rocking with the best. Since you're rocking with the best, come rock with your man, Captain Will. Let's go. Let's go.